The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? This is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. It is a Thursday here inside the SWBC podcast studio at Ford Center at the Star in Frisco, and this is Dak. Prescott Thursday. Here oh, on Mick Shots. Okay, okay. Everson Walls, Mickey <laughs> Spagnola, Bill Jones, but the focus is on Dak because why, Mickey? Because today is his day to it's do his, his day. interview. Like it's That's his right. day. Yes. So sometime within the course of the next half hour, probably, Pro- he'll start. Dak Prescott will be speaking with the media here, and we will give you reports as soon as we can on what he is saying about his status for Sunday night against the Minnesota Vikings. Wish we could be there. At Minnesota or at Dax Prescott? Both. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? You, what, what, what you really a, want to see? You want to see the, the practice itself, right? I, mean, I, w- I wish we had a, like a, I don't think the wireless mic would go that far, right? <laughs> I could, could stand there and just hold it. Oh, Mickey saw the practice, not the entire practice. Yeah, not the part that counts. Yeah. Um, and you're going to give us the same report you did yeah, yesterday? Please don't make it be as long as yesterday's. Um, <laughs> Uh, they did karaoke again, by the way. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm sure you guys knew that. Yeah, I heard they were singing Prince, right? Yeah. They were, they were, uh, so what song did they sing? They were playing Prince. Prince? At, at, yes, of course. We're going to right. Minneapolis. Yes. Yes. As I said, absolutely did not want to set them up for that yesterday. Oh, man. That's funny. Um, so he continued his rehab. Okay. Um, basically kind of upgraded a little bit faster. Uh, I saw no residual effect of whatever he did yesterday, so I, I'm I'm here. I'm in. He, he he's good to go. Mm-hmm. I'll just say it right now. And uh, he he actually I saw him do some running too. It wasn't just with the cords, and uh, he actually took a snap and did a read it, read option and kept the ball and ran into the end zone. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. But this was <laughs> not. This was <laughs> not and so it was a touchdown, too. for you guys. Yeah. That yeah. was just for you guys. Did you tweet yeah. that? That Dak just scored a touchdown? Was it, it wasn't in team. It was just in their little. <laughs> you, you know he's messing with you guys, right? Uh-huh. What? You, you, I mean, everything Dak does now, you know it's for the oh, media. Everybody, everybody's yeah. keeping an eye on everything. Yeah. He, he knows. Does. You're watching every, every move he's making. He was, and I think he's having a little fun with you. He was throwing the ball fine. (laughs) When Uh, he ran to the end zone, I'm sure he's like, yeah, what are they going to say? Yeah. Yeah, Well, you know how far he ran, like three yards. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And and then they turn around and go the other way three yards, right? Because everybody's like, oh, look, that's a great Wow, what a move. Red zone play. Did you see him And I said, well, they turned it around and went the other way three yards. So, so yeah, it looked like all systems go with him. Uh, McCarthy said that. Uh, he, he, you know, he had a good response uh, to the workout, um, and he was planning on kind of doing the same thing today. So um, I'm sure it'll be listed as limited. And tomorrow, when they have to give a designation in, of the practice because they don't practice on Friday, mm-hmm. it'll be the estimation and it'll be limited and questionable. Mm-hmm. 
and then he'll and play. And then it. everyone can speculate about how well the Cowboys better look out. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they should do before and I you know left what? home. Everyone's telling about how Cowboys should be real careful, as if the Cowboys don't know to be very careful. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. so silly, man. And all I know is, so I, I went back, I mentioned it, I think, yesterday, but I went back and looked at the stats, right? The 2014 playoff game when Aaron Rodgers had a, mm-hmm. a calf muscle tear, they called it. It was the game against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. He was 24 of 35 for 316 yards We went yards over this already, man. Did I hate we? hearing those. Yes, well, I hate hearing those numbers. And he had a quarterback him. rating of 125.4. You know why I, I hate hearing that? Because I was there in, what, was it 18? 18? 16? That was 14. This was 14. Yeah, this is 14, yeah. yes. That's why I hate hearing that because I was there for what happened here. Yes, here. Yeah, here. Right. To this day, it just haunts so me. So I'm thinking <laughs> Aaron Rodgers played on one leg in that game. So it's just throw some spit on it and let's go. <laughs> Put a little mud on it. Yeah. But yeah. you're going to go ahead and keep red three, three quarterbacks on the roster? He, uh, you, would you do that? Mike McCarthy said that would be a thought. Okay. And so, Will Greer being the third quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Uh, I I think the I mean, who's it gonna who's it gonna cost him? Like some guy that's gonna play special teams? I don't know. Uh, I know, think for you I, to be little special teamers, I'm mm-hmm. just yeah. so so disappointed. Well, I'm, I'm, but I'm meaning if that's all the guys. Go, well, Nick Ralston would like that money this week. Yes, he yes, would. Yes. To Come get on. activated, yeah. called up again. Well, no, I mean it, it's not calling somebody up from the practice squad, but you know there's no need to do it if if you're going to keep three, uh, right. three quarterbacks, right? So. Uh, I, I think as an insurance policy, I, I see no problem with it whatsoever. And as McCarthy uh, said, it's just the nature of those calf injuries. You're still right. you're still concerned about it, even if he's out there playing, you know. And so. and and you know they still have their two open spots on the 53. Mm-hmm. I think one of them might go to Kelvin Joseph. Just watching. Uh, the special teams workout that we get to watch. Mm-hmm. He was working on punt return not as a returner as the holdup guy on the gunner and and that's not a surprise since his date is tuesday that they have to right. activate him anyway exactly so. so they may do he he may get activated and then and, uh, and, and like also with like kennedy to, out right so. take up what yeah. his spots were on the special teams right so yeah, that, that so that's one of the happen. spots that has been vacated on the roster, and so we've we've settled that one. You're going to head, go ahead. You're going to call that Kelvin Joseph for yes. Maurice Kennedy, and so for the Brent Urban spot on the roster, what are you going to do? Well, Dorrance Armstrong's going to play. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's but he's already on the roster. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to make another move, but if they wanted to, and depending on how Michael Gallup looks, mm-hmm. you can get Michael Gallup out there also. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that you want to start him, but you might Got be able there. to work, work him, him in. in. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. He practiced yesterday. Uh, he did, yeah. and he was out there again today and did his rehab along with Tyron Smith and Zeke and Trayvon Diggs. Those guys all were on the resistance cords with Dak, uh, and they all looked like they were doing just fine. And then they reported to their positions, so everybody was good to go. Yeah, Tyron, that's 
that's uh, that makes me feel much better. Yes. So <laughs> so that is really the decision. I think they've already made the decision. They're going with the three quarterbacks because of the nature of the calf injury, whatever. You just yeah. want to make sure. And so the decision would be Gallup versus the special teamer. Right. Somebody. Somebody else. Yeah. Right. And 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 I don't think. I mean, I don't know that they do Tristan Hill after he's been out mm-hmm. all this time and he's had today. Now that's who I was going to say. Today was his only padded if, practice since the week of Game 5 last year. So I don't know that you do that. Uh, Francis Bernard, I guess, is, is – uh, the only other guy I could see doing uh, bringing up is Sean McEwen to, to, to that 53. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to – uh, mess with Sprinkle, and I think he might be out of. He would be because he was in the same position as Ralston, and he's he's on the fifty three. Did they end up signing him to the? I, I'm trying. They did to the remember. same thing with Ralston, right? Yeah, and, and then they cut Ralston. Oh yeah, they resigned him to the practice he is, squad. Sprinkle is on the fifty three. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, but if they wanted to, McEwen, what could do happen on that is when McEwen's ready, Sprinkle gets cut, and then yeah. they try to put him on the practice right, squad again. Exactly so. when they need another spot, because mm-hmm. at some point you're going to need some right. more spots for all these. It's guys amazing the back. the management of the roster. How much more complicated it has gotten uh, with the new rules the last couple of years due to COVID, with the the three week IR and everything. Yeah, and. Uh, and the expanded practice squad and the ability to bring up guys for a certain number. Is it three times you can bring them up, promote them from the practice squad? Three or squad, four, I think. Which yeah. is what they did with Ralston and Sprinkle. And then they ran you had out. to expose Ralston to waivers, you know, once you um, made that decision. Uh, to You needed that roster spot. But, uh, you know, I, whoever is, is making the final call on that each week, I mean, their head's got, got to be spinning. There's got to be multiple people oh, yeah. that, have been, that are managing that as the weeks go along here. And so, and then the only other um, practice update, Lael Collins was back out there, mm-hmm. so evidently he did well yesterday. Um, McCarthy intimated that he got some snaps at guard, said it was like riding a bicycle, uh, he jumped right in there. But again, when we were watching them do their positional drills, mm-hmm. when they lined up five offensive linemen, Steele was at Steel. right tackle, and Collins came in after him. Yeah. So the only thing I can think of with this thing about guard is maybe they want Lael Collins to be active as the backup swing tackle and also the backup left guard because evidently they have not Boy, used that's talented they haven't used <laughs> McGovern as the left guard very much he's always been on the right side so uh, we can we try Lyle at, at center as well well might have to see if he can put his hand <laughs> I mean, on the come ball on. right he's these players everywhere else but it sounded like he had a good practice yesterday and um, so we'll see where that one goes. And, you know, there's all these notions of what, what they're going to trade, you know, Lael Collins at the trade deadline. And all I'm saying is why would you trade the second-best tackle on your team? And I don't care if Steele starts, he's still the next-best tackle to Tyron Smith. And, and don't do anything to diminish your 53-man roster when you're 5-1 and one, uh, and have a three-and-a-half-game lead and try to get cute. Right. That, that I mean, I, just makes no sense to me. Who is saying I mean, you don't, oh, tell, yeah. you don't have to tell me who's yeah, saying it. Yeah. But That's what's why would anyone say around. you're one injury away yes. from yes. 
you're starting Ty and Secchi? Yes. Okay. And that's why I said if, if you let my you suggestion trade, you, don't, you don't sound too excited about that. <laughs> I mean, I just know your body my, language. My, 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 my suggestion is twisting in your chair over there. If, if, if they can qualify Collins being the backup swing tackle, then Ty Nasecki doesn't have to be active right. for the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I nothing against him. He's 36 years old. Yeah, I mean, and he doesn't move very well. So if you were going to pick the most diverse offensive lineman. Who would it be on this team right now? Well, and Zach, I don't mean just able to play. I mean Zach Martin. Zach Martin. <laughs> Zach Martin would be the most diverse. Yeah. I mean, if you Guard, can line him tackle, up at any position. Yeah. Right. Okay. So take take the future Hall of Famer out of the mix. Yes. Now he's <laughs> Thank next. You. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Are you looking at Collins? Connor McGovern. McGovern, McGovern is guard, very, very guard diverse. center. Yes. Fullback. And he's still working and fullback. And tight end. And tight end. <laughs> and tight end. <laughs> and I bet he could catch the ball, too. He probably could. Hey, man. You're waiting yeah. on that. It'd be ca- oh, yeah. That's going to be part of it. Yes. That. We'll, we'll run that one in uh, in SoFi. That's right there with my. <laughs> that's what right there with my Micah Parsons, the personal protector on the punt That'll team. That'll be the right? Big Mac special. <laughs> that's right. The, that's yes. the Big Mac. Snap it to him. The Big Mac special at so far. You know who somebody somebody that I really think uh, benefited from this bye week is uh, Cooper, Amari Cooper. Yeah. Because yeah, he's always banged up. He's got something. He's got something all the time. And we haven't heard a peep from him, which is a good thing. And it sounded like the way McCarthy answered the question with Tyron Smith, uh, I think he, he said something to affect it's a long season. So I think They'll go easy on him on Wednesdays mm-hmm. and uh, make sure they're not wearing him out in practice. Because that does seem to be what happens, especially the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you don't want to do that. Uh, so now, are you uh, on Twitter right now? I am. Yes. I mean, you're looking at Twitter right I now. I was. Yeah. Did, did you happen to see Amari Cooper? Is that what made you think of Amari no, Cooper? No, no. Because on, on Twitter right now, <laughs> Amari Cooper talking to the media Whoa. and the quote: "The bye week always feels longer for the body. Down. At least I came back pretty healthy. Okay. I feel healthy. Oh, as very close good. to 100 percent that I'll be. Wow. So that was a very timely yeah, I, Amari yeah, Cooper. Yeah, I put it down. Yeah, wow. <laughs> and the other was. Um, Okay, so we were talking about Dak's uh, performance. Mm-hmm. You know this. Uh, you know what do you call it? Uh, you know the behind, behind his the rehab regimen. Yes. Uh, well, not just that, but this particular moment that's coming up to where he's going to give us a, you know, just kind of a, a preview. Yeah. Of what he can do. So he's and still, he's going to say he I'm still ready has to that. Go. He still has that session to go. Correct. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. probably about now. Oh, we think he's doing now. Or before two o'clock. Uh huh. Yeah. Somewhere. And so that's going to be the one where he tests everything. I mean, we're going to be doing rollouts, bootlegs. No, no, no. You're, you're talking. Oh, I thought he's you talking meant the, the interview. interview. No interviews. You're, no, I'm talking about in practice when he's going to do the dress rehearsal. Today would today would, would be, be it, the right? padded practice. Okay. So it would be interesting to see how much he Which does. Which we can't see. Yeah. So. yeah but they're going to give us a report. And then they'll. Everyone's tomorrow, waiting on that. Yeah, because yeah. the, 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 the so, injury report so far has him. Limited, of course. As was Dorrance Armstrong, Dak Prescott, 
Trayvon Diggs and Tyron and, Smith. And for everyone out there who aren't familiar with the schedule, they practiced and now the post-practice interview with Dak is what mm-hmm. we're waiting on. Yes. And so we will see how much Dak reveals about what he did at practice. So today. did he have the dress rehearsal today? And I don't mean just that, going That out would there. be your question to Dak. If you were out there right now ready right. to interview Dak, yes, did I'm you sure. wear this your dress no, rehearsal? He knows. He's a company I'm man. Sure, I'm he sure. He already knows. He's being out here. I'm sure. Ask the question, sir. Somebody's going to ask the question, right? And then the key practice will be Saturday because they don't practice Friday. They practice Saturday. And And then they get on the plane and go to Minneapolis. Right, exactly. Doesn't that make you nervous? That they practice on Saturday? Yes. You know, with with Dak's injury, you know, based based on how tedious this whole thing is. And and so he goes out there on Saturday. You know, we're feeling good after the dress rehearsal tomorrow, I guess, or whenever. You know when it is. You won't tell anybody. So <laughs> you, do, you do that, then you come back on Saturday. You're feeling good. You've already given the, the check. Okay, you can go ahead. Go with God. And he goes out there on Saturday. Yeah, but it's not a hard practice. Sort of like Danny White pulling his hamstring, doing sprints on Saturday before the Denver hmm. game that year. Hmm. <laughs> See, there are so many things that you remember, Spags. I remember that. <laughs> that and Randy White also uh, hurt himself on the the supposed walkthrough before that game. So Mark Tooney, I think, ended up playing both defensive tackle and offensive tackle. <laughs> well, we tackle. can come present day <laughs> on game. it. We can come present day on it, okay. right? Was it last year, Biotish? Yes. No, okay. but that was before the game. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. you can hurt yourself in pregame warm-ups, <laughs> yes. too. Oh, that's so, right. That's yeah. So, <laughs> but you got to warm up. you got to practice. And so, you know. You can hurt yourself on the day off, stepping hey, off the man, curb. Hey, man, uh-huh. when I was with the Giants, uh, they had their own tradition. Pepper, LT, Banks, uh, Renee, Thompson, Collins, Diasi. We were all out there. After the Saturday practice, if we had a home game, we would stay out there and, and play flag football. <laughs> I mean, we were balling, too. We, I mean, we could have easily gotten hurt. No one right? no one ever got hurt. LT got mad at me one time because I pushed him down. But otherwise, everybody was no injuries at all. So go figure. Yeah. How soft they are these days. Ah. <laughs> And speaking of that, yes. there is an injury around the NFL that I want to mention in a second, and I want to compare this all-pro player with a couple of all-pro players from the Cowboys' past and pose a question when we come back here on Mix Shots. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. 
Yokiero means I want. And we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Back, back to mixed shots. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, starting at just 20 bucks. Join now and get your fan pack, exclusive benefits, and more. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United for details and join today. Very professional, sir. That was. Okay, anything else you need to get to from your notes that are laid out in front of you? Yes. Okay. This is the cautionary tale about as soon as somebody with a name gets released or they're available— and they're old or older. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, you got to pick that guy up. Experienced. Experienced. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so at 32 years old, the Arizona Cardinals signed J.J. Watt to a two-year, $28 million deal with $20 million guaranteed and a $12 million signing bonus that you cannot get away from <laughs> 12 on the salary cap. 32. 32. And he just suffered a dislocated shoulder that needs surgery, and he's going to be out for the season. And they will be uh, on the salary cap next year. And we're going to assume you can come back from the shoulder surgery, right? Yes, he can. But if not, $15 million in dead money in 2022 for signing J.J. Watt. Okay, let's go back through the history of J.J. Watt over the last, now, six seasons. Right. Okay, this this year. Part of the cautionary tale, by the way. This year, at age 32, he started seven games for the Arizona Cardinals. Seven out of 17. Last year, he did play a full season for the Houston Texans. 16 starts, okay? Mm -hmm. In 2019, Eight starts, so half a season. Mm-hmm. 2018, 16 starts. Okay, you had a full season in 18. 2017, five starts. And 2016, three starts. So he missed 13, 24, 32, and now 42 games over a six-year period. An average of seven games a season. So he's basically, over the last six years, only played half a season. And they gave him a $12 million signing bonus. What what were his stats before he went down? Well, he was great. That's right. He was great. right. The first five years of his career. 2011. Let's look at the other side of this. Yeah, 2011 through 2015, we're talking a three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, a five-time Pro Bowler, and one of the greatest uh, defensive players or players to 
play this game That's right. over that first five years of his career. Mm-hmm. And uh, But since then, he hasn't been available. Now, this year, uh, what did he have? Seven sacks? Uh, no, 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 no. Let me he see. He didn't here. have that many? Because I think six. He might. made a huge play, uh, if I'm not mistaken, to help him win the other day. Let's see, let's see. Wow. Everson's on it there. Not seven, but six sacks this mm-hmm. year. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm reading the wrong column oh, there. Okay, wrong okay, column. Okay. That would be a zero this year. He has zero sacks. <laughs> it's it's hard to sack the quarterback from that position, which is why he was so great the first five years of his career. Because mm-hmm. he was on the field. His first five years of his career, to run it down. Five and a half sacks as a rookie. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, Okay, you can make this comparison. He was taken right after Tyron Smith was taken in that mm-hmm. 2011 draft. And the Cowboys obviously had a need at tackle. But you can also look at, okay, or do you get the Hall of Fame defensive lineman? You, you don't question okay? that pick. That's right. You don't yeah, question never, that never, pick. ever question that. Right. Even when J.J. Watt in his second – And yes. even when J.J. Watt in the second year of his career was getting 20 and a half sacks. In the third year of his career, 10 and a half sacks. In the fourth year, 20 and a half sacks again. And in the fifth year, 17 and a half sacks. That is obviously first ballot Hall of Fame worthy and one of the greatest players to play this game the Mm -hmm. first five years of his career. But now we're looking 11 years in. He's age 32, and you see his not because of injury, having the ability to stay on the field the last six years. Let me pose the question to you. Let's say, and hopefully J.J. Watt will come back from this and he'll play another five years and be great, whatever. But to compare, I want you to compare J.J. Watt's career to Randy White. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Oh, Randy White played. Me, what, what do I think about what? I mean, give me something. Well, I mean, who had? You asked me who I would take. Who has had? Who had or has had the better NFL career, Randy White or J.J. Watt? There's no doubt it's Randy White. J.J. Mm-hmm. Watt has he ever been to a Super Bowl? No. Okay. Has he ever been MVP? Well, since he hasn't been to a Super Bowl, he can't be, be the MVP of Super, <laughs> Super Bowl. So let's, let's just start right there. Right. I mean, I, and this is just me. I mean, I'm going off the rails. I'd take Harvey Martin over J.J. Watt. I'm sorry, I would. You're talking 120-plus sacks? And see, that's Harvey. the other thing that gets skewed on, on those players that played in the 70s prior to the NFL keeping track of sacks mm-hmm. is – uh, now, the Cowboys have gone back and tracked the sacks, but it doesn't get a lot of play. Like, if you look on a Wikipedia page, it will not show uh, necessarily that Harvey Martin had all the sacks that he had. Or in NFL.com, it won't reference. Well, they took away two of them. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and for said, Randy done, White, too. Or for Bob re- Lilly, for that <laughs> and let's, matter. And let's, back. and let's remember, Randy played 14 seasons. Mm-hmm. Right. And, no and, and at a me. pretty high level until yeah, maybe no that last There's one. There's no right? comparison. See, but I think – but. People who were born after 1990, you know, and Randy played through 89, mm-hmm. uh, and aren't familiar with Randy White's career. Through 88. Uh, through 88, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Tutal was here through 89. Right. Um, but aren't that familiar with Randy White's uh, career, then the recency bias takes over. And, again, this has taken nothing away from J.J. Watt. But and to tell, but just to tell people who did not see Randy White play what a great player Randy White was. A you know, I guess player. we just take it for granted that people know, but because of our mm-hmm. age, yeah, you know, right. and our familiarity with it. But uh, 
to me, when you start looking at the Super Bowls, you look at the number of all pros, uh, you look at his reputation alone, uh, and you look at the numbers. I think Randy wins pretty much hands down every time. He didn't necessarily have, of course, the 20 and a half sacks and all of that, but man, he caused a lot. <laughs> I think the Cowboys have him credited with 111 sacks or something like that. Randy his, White? Yeah. They that is going a lot back. of sacks. Yeah, for a defensive tackle. I did not know he yeah. had that many. That yeah. is a lot of sacks, and that is impressive. Yeah. Did we From talk the defensive about this? tackle position. The, 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 those guys that did the study, they went back and looked at all the old film. And, and took Harvey and, sacks? And took sacks into account that didn't get counted no, from 82 on. I didn't no. bring that up. Uh-uh. You know, it happened in the summer, and I had I, – I, I don't know what I did with the research, but there were two why, guys – Why 82? Because 82 was when the NFL officially counted sacks. Okay. It became an official statistic. Before that, it was just kept by the teams. So they didn't sanction all those sacks. No, it wasn't like recognized as a yes, stat. But these yeah. guys went back and looked at all the film from 1960 on and, and credited a bunch of guys with more sacks than they ended. Because if you look Deacon at, Har- Jones, I'm sure look at Harvey Martin's stats, he, he only had two years uh, that were qualified for 82 on, right? Uh, same thing with Randy White. Uh, same thing with Ed. Uh, and they found all the, the sacks that would have been sacks that didn't get recognized. Did they give you? Do you have numbers? I, I did. On, uh, he had uh, Harvey. I'm looking at Harvey right now. Uh, 1977, 23 sacks. Okay, that's not recognized by the NFL. Okay, somebody uh, needs to. <laughs> and and 16 sacks in seven. Okay, 23, 16 and wow. 78. There's 39. 10 and 79. That's 49. 12 and 80. That's 61. 10 and 81. That's 71. 8 and 82. And 2 and 83. And so there's you. 81 sacks over a uh, six-year period there. And one I, of, and one I of think strike you. he yeah. ended up. I think, if I remember correctly, like in the top 10 of all-time sacks. Uh, Harvey. Harvey. It moved yeah. him. Or whatever his number was, it moved him up a, at least 10 or 20. And you know what's so funny? If you were, if I recall, this was like around 20 years ago. Where everybody's talking about he needs to be in here and, and needs to be in there. Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. They had actually done a, a, a some type of correction, and they took away two of his sacks. I believe he was credited with one... 23 at one time, and they dropped it down to 121. According to Cowboys stats, Martin is unofficially credited with a total of 114 sacks, according to this Wikipedia page I'm mm-hmm. looking at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is a nice little exercise uh, Shannon's doing when they do the, uh, I think it's called Crosstalk on Wednesday night. They bring back a former player. Mm hmm. And he gets on their Wikipedia page and says, "Okay, I'm going to give what's you what's true and what isn't." Right. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you five facts. Tell me if they're accurate. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, and so the 23 sack season was in 1977. Correct. Was that a 14 game season? Yes, it was the yes. last 14. Last 14 game season. Game season. Dude, that is so impressive. Mm-hmm. It was 16. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they went to the strike year in '82. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which is why his numbers were down that and year. He had eight, yeah. and Ever- eight, and eight nine games. Nine games. And, yeah. and Everson's, too, yeah. right? Of course, yeah. I had seven picks in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not talking about me, no. <laughs> All right, so we are in agreement then 
On Randy White. Yes. Okay. And we'll throw Bob Lilly in there too. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you would expect that here. Uh, from, we're, talking, we're talking tackles. Com, but we're talking tackles. They're having a different conversation on cardinals.com, but we're right. So this there. is talking cowboys <laughs> on mix shots. That's right. That's right. All right. And we're back with more mix shots in just a moment. At Smoothie King, we are blending goodness to fuel your greatness. Every blend is crafted to help you achieve your health and fitness goals. Smoothie King uses only whole fruits and organic veggies. You'll never find sugary syrups or artificial flavors, colors, or preservatives. And unlike some other smoothie places, there are zero grams of added sugar in many of our blends. Smoothie King is proud to be the official smoothie of the Dallas Cowboys. Place your order in the app or online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25-horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. Back, back, back to Mick Shots. Energize your next event with an appearance by the world-famous Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. Ignite your audience and create personalized moments for all. To, big, to book Uh-oh. America's sweethearts wow. for the next event, visit DallasCowboyCheerleaders.com slash we have gone, Bill. It's your turn just, next. Just yeah. went a little yeah. too fast there. Yep. Yeah, I thought I thought your mic went out. <laughs> he just froze. Yeah, up he there. just yeah. froze on us, man. He, I, I he didn't just stutter on it. He up. froze. I caught myself. I thought you had to breathe. So, I'm gonna come so give you a... during that moment where you, when you froze up, did, how long did it feel like? Uh, five seconds. Yeah, it did feel like five it, it was probably it was, it was probably a second and a half. <laughs> right, right. I was about you to know, come giving a high. That's one of the. It's one of the things when you're on television and you you're just talking. Got to keep going. Right? You got to keep going, <laughs> but like you lose your train of thought, <laughs> and you you just freeze in your mind. You freeze, and it feels like thirty oh, seconds. You're stuck God. for thirty <laughs> seconds trying to find that word, but actually, 
the people at home a lot of times they don't even notice. They no, do, they don't. You know, but it, it, it's sort of like it, it, it's just this we will panic. Make sure and call did you have that, Mick? Did you have that panic feeling <laughs> that oh, I I don't know where to go next? I, I'm sure our presence doesn't help. I our presence to, does not help. I used to do that on those <laughs> pregame shows. By the way, actually Zeke did it again yesterday. He was answering a question, and he kind of got into the I middle of his, his answers. Got into his middle of his answers, and then there was just. Yes, and it was just this long. I mean, it was a pregnated pause. I've right? done that. I'm so sorry. And he goes, and you know what he goes? He goes. I don't even remember. The- he goes, oh, did it again? Because <laughs> he's done it multiple times, right? He gets like in the middle. Old dude, of, man. He gets in the middle of an answer and he forgets what the question oh, was. Man. <laughs> Hey, we've been there. Oh, yes, we have. Yes, Mickey gets to talk, and I forget what he's talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I guess I forget what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, how about those Vikings? How yeah, about how them? about those Vikings? What are you going to do to beat those Vikings on Sunday night? Um, my key, running game. My key to victory is going to be you better score a bunch of points because I think you're going to give up a bunch of points. Yeah, I'm somewhat worried about the defense. I am too. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know what everyone thinks about it. in this room, around the league. Everyone's so quarterback happy and prejudiced and discriminatory. I think Kirk Cousins plays above his head every week. And I, 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 that makes me nervous because he can be – he can inspire his team very well. We talked about the, the bad loss the, – the bad win, the bad losses, but the – I'm sorry, the close losses. Mm-hmm. And 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 the the lucky wins that they had, and you look at how well they played against some decent teams. I don't feel comfortable about them coming in here, especially with the good wide receiver they have. Good wide uh, receivers. Sorry, thank you very much. Uh, don't know much about their running game. Talk to me, Spence. Well, Dalvin so Cook. Dalvin Cook is back in the saddle. I remember he was hurt for me. He was hurt. Yes. but he's back. And uh, he's this, yeah one game yeah good game the previous week, right? game last week yeah he had a ton and yes. some yards yes uh, and Kirk Cousins is completing sixty nine point five percent of his passes he's got thirteen touchdowns two interceptions that's good and he's got a one hundred five point four quarterback rating. sounds very familiar and his targets. Justin Jefferson. Jefferson's 41 catches for 542 yards, three touchdowns. And then Thielen, 37 catches, five touchdowns. And, uh, of course, Justin Jefferson uh, was a pro bowler as a rookie last year, had 88 catches for 1,400 yards and seven touchdowns his rookie season out of LSU. Mm-hmm. Thielen, uh, Thielen has been in the Pro Bowl twice. and uh, he he's caught just, a one-hander on us, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, and not only they've got a one-two punch at running back, just like the Cowboys do with Zeke and Tony Pollard um, this season. Dalvin Cook, yeah, as you alluded to, Everson, he's missed a couple of games with injuries, but uh, Alexander Madison comes in and runs for over 100 yards in the games that Cook uh, missed, and so. His last game, Cook's last game against Carolina, 140 yards on 29 carries. So they really ran the ball. And against Arizona, he had 131 yards on 22 carries. While Madison had 112 against Seattle and 113 wow. against Detroit. Wow. So. And just to remind you of last year, although the Cowboys came back after trailing 
28-24 with 9.37 left. They came back to score and win the game against Minnesota. Delvin Cook, and so this probably is not representative of this defense, right. but last year <laughs> he rushed for 115 yards. Thielen had eight catches for 122, and the rookie Jefferson had three for 86, including a 39-yard touchdown. So to me, this game's going to come down, and they finished with 430 yards total offense. Uh, Cousins threw for 305 and three touchdowns. He had 140 quarterback rating. So to me... You know, whatever the Cowboys offense does, this defense, I think this is the test now where they're at. This is going to be arguably the best quarterback they've played since Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Oh, he smirked. He must not think much of Justin Herbert. Not too much. Okay. Okay, well, you had Brady and Herbert to start the season. And then, yeah. And then you had Sam Darnold. Who's, who's fading quickly? Yes. Jalen Hurts. Starting with us. Starting <laughs> with right. us. Jalen yes. Hurts. Jalen Hurts, who already faded. Daniel Jones, who's kind of coming on. Mm-hmm. And then Mac Jones, mm-hmm. who's going to be coming bad. on. Going to be coming on. on. Yeah. yeah. And once again, it depends but on who they're playing now. Right. You got to look who they're playing, so yeah. let's not get too excited. So Kirk Cousins would be the best quarterback, and they've had problems defending the pass. Yes. And, and, and Diggs interceptions can really which, by the way, camouflage a I'm lot of problems that we have. So if you're the defensive coordinator, you got to go up against Jefferson and Thielen. If how are you going to play the corners? You're going to put Diggs on one of them. You're going to double the other. What what would you do? I would rather put Diggs on the more experienced wide receiver. Thielen. Yes. I think he is uh, an amazing wideout. I don't think he is dynamic as Jefferson. Mm-hmm. That's why I would rather put Brown. And maybe double help out with a yeah. safety yes. on that side. Because you're, when you're looking at Thielen, you're looking at a steady diet. You're not looking for just a big play. He can do that as well. Mm-hmm. But he's extremely uh, uh, efficient at moving the chains. So he's going to be uh, – intermediate routes are going to be part of his bag. And when you get in the red zone, we saw what he can do in the red zone. Yeah. Very smart. Okay. He's got the intellect of uh, C.D. Lamb and Cooper and those guys. So what you're looking at is what you saw in practice, all those training camp practices that you had, this is the game where you get – this. that's what you're preparing for, these types of games where, I'm, you know, Kirk Cousins is really playing well. Uh, his numbers look just like Dax. So you can't just take him for granted. And he's got a running game behind him. Right. Man, you're, talking, you're looking at the Dallas Cowboys offense. And uh, their third receiver, K.J. Osborne, is in his second year, fifth-round draft pick last year. He's got 26 catches this year. And so he's emerged this year. After and when, not- you're, when you're looking at teams like this, just like with the Cowboys, what do the tight ends look like, Bill? Well, the, the tight end position for them, Tyler Conklin has 22 catches for 240 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Chris Herndon is their blocking tight end. Um, so, and they're two tight. And then Ben Ellison is another one. Uh, any smart, any smart quarterback, just like that, they know how important their tight end is. You can look at all the fluff on the outside and then slot all you want. It's the tight ends that really get you those much needed yards when you need the change moved. On uh, Herndon, he had 31 catches last year. He hasn't uh, put up the numbers this year. Um, 
But the thing Con- that they've done oh, – go ahead. I was going to say, but Conklin's a, a first down waiting to happen. He's averaging almost 11 yards a catch. Our, and, our linebackers are going to get work. Yeah. Because well, you're talking about cooks. You're not just running, but you're also talking about receiving. But what they've done, what Minnesota has done, <laughs> that um, they're getting more and more credit for now is they've invested in their offensive line. Their offensive line is much better than what it was a couple okay. of years ago. That's and why what, what they've clicking. done. And I can run it down real quick. They uh, 2019, they spent a first-round draft pick on their starting center, Garrett Bradbury. Uh, 2018, the year before that, a second-round pick on their right tackle, Brian O'Neill, who's one of the more underrated players in the league. First-round draft pick this year, 23rd overall, Christian Derisaw just started his first game. He had an injury to start the year, and he just started his first game against Carolina. So there's two first-round picks and a second-rounder there. Uh, on their offensive line at the center in the two tackle positions. And then Ezra Cleveland is a starting guard who last year was a second-round draft pick. So we're talking two first and two seconds on their offensive line. All of that sounds so familiar. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. It works, too, doesn't it? Because does. then you can run the football. And you know what? And by the way, speaking of running the football, uh, last year the Cowboys ran for 180 yards on the Vikings. So, and that was got to have been Andy Dalton at quarterback, right? Right, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they did run on him. And I heard Zeke was talking about, he mentioned that he said the Vikings like to play a lot of shell coverage, I guess meaning keeping the safeties over the top. He said, so that means we need to run the football. That's it. Make them bring those safeties down. Right. (laughs) When you bring them down, then our receivers get the feed. Xavier Woods. Oh, that's right. Safety for the Vikings. Wow. Forgot all about him. Mm -hmm. The other one's pretty good. Harrison Smith, five-time pro bowler. Patrick Peterson's out. He's on injured reserve. Once again, those uh, old contracts. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Don't get Mickey started here. (laughs) And I see where uh, Daniil Hunter has six sacks. In six games, yep. But you know what I noticed? Three of those, half his sacks against Arizona. Against Arizona, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. And then the same thing with I saw somebody going, well, Everson Griffin's really playing well for him. Well, he's got eleven tackles in five games, <laughs> but he's got four sacks. But two of them came against Detroit. Well, and one thing on Hunter, uh, Mike McCarthy, in talking with him about him the other day on the coaches show, uh, he has a lot of respect for him. He's played uh, against him enough. Probably, he has, right? and it's not, and it's not just uh, his sacks, sacks right, but right. he's a disciplined player. He has a lot of respect for the way he plays the run, and and he and he he's one of those defensive linemen who who you know most teams they'll rotate in defensive linemen where you're only playing about 35 snaps a game. Well, he's right. one of those guys that gets 65 snaps a game, so he's on the field all the time. I mean, he's a workhorse. So he's been it's been big for them to have him back this year because he missed all last year with a neck injury. Right, and so. he's got a bunch of tackles too. It's right. not just sacks right, right. He, he, he can right. be destructive and he usually there. lines up on the left side so, so that will be, that'll be Terrence Steele versus Daniel Hunter so you like that well 
we'll see on Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the optimism, Bill? Come on, you're supposed to be, yeah, I can't wait. Go get them still. Well, you uh, <laughs> you uh, have not been exposed to my love for Daniil Hunter. Oh, okay. Going back to 2015. Right. He wanted to draft him. I wanted right to draft Daniil Hunter in the first round of that draft. I think you said that uh, yesterday, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and he, okay. I, I say that every day, mm-hmm. even when the Cowboys aren't playing the uh-huh. Vikings. And so – he was I gotta in, take a look at this kid. He, I'll show. You, I'll send you a picture of him when he was at LSU. Okay. Okay. Which got me mesmerized <laughs> when he was 20 years old. He came out at age 20. Okay. Did not have very much much in the way of stats at LSU in his career, but you could just see if you watch the film of him the potential that was there. And obviously, Mike Zimmer saw it. But nobody else in the league did because he wait he was still available the 88 pick in the draft. You ever thought to be a scout? <laughs> huh? You know, I mean, but, come on, think about this. But what I do remember, what hey. I, no, I miss on a lot of them. In, <laughs> I just in, don't talk about it. In ten years, in ten years, I'm going to be saying I told them they Not needed to be. draft Micah Parsons. That's right. That's right. That's right. But I do remember on draft night we were sitting over at Valley Ranch and, and I was on a show with uh, Dame Brugler and Brian. Br- us, I came in and right before they picked Randy Gregory, and the, the Cowboys were on the clock. Okay, what do you do? Do you pull mm-hmm. the trigger on Randy Gregory here? And I remember saying, "Well, I would have pulled the trigger on Daniil Hunter in the first round, and he's still here. That's the guy that I want." So, but anyway, yeah. So, we all right, talk, we won't talk about that. We so okay. Who gets the most sacks on uh, yeah. Sunday night? And, is it Randy and, Gregory or against their first round draft pick Darisaw? There you go. Or is Set it, it up, Daniel baby. Hunter Set against it up. Terrence Steele? We'll talk more about oh, that. Yeah. One. Oh, All right. I think I got a pick to ah, click coming go. up. There you go. All right. More mixed shots tomorrow at one thirty. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!